The What's This Full House Edition podcast is part of the What's This Edition podcast network, where you can check out other great shows like the What's This Disney Edition podcast, where Amy and Savannah go really deep into the Walt Disney collection from start to finish. So check out those other great shows on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other really great platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I am on a mission of sorts to go through every Full House episode in order and break it all down to give you the full feel of what Full House is all about. From character analysis to even a psychological breakdown, I am determined to get through all eight seasons of this phenomenal show. As always, I am your host, Amy, and thanks for joining me and becoming a part of my Full House family. Hello and welcome back to What's This Full House Edition podcast. Today I am going to be talking about season one, episode five called Sea Cruise. And I just want to let you guys know before I get into the episode, I went fully in depth on this episode and I go into a lot of tedious details that I went and researched just for this episode. It took me hours upon hours, and I actually really like doing it, but there are some things you probably are going to think that, wow, she really did all of this. Yes, I really did all of that. Okay, so jumping right in here. Sea Cruise originally aired on October the 16th in 1987. The teleplay was done by Russell Marcus, who we have seen before in our previous episodes. It was produced by Lenny Rips. We've seen him as well, Russell Marcus and Jeff Franklin here. This one was directed by a new guy. His name is Tom Trebovich. So the description for this episode is a male bonding fishing trip turns into a party cruise with a female skipper and a girl rock band. So we have a lot of weird stuff going on in this episode, a lot of interesting love connections going on here. We open the episode with a great exterior shot of the house, and then we have Jessie, who is sitting in the living room, trying to write a song, and he's playing his guitar, and he's just chilling in there. Then Joey comes in through the kitchen wearing a shirt with planets on it. So then Jesse explains that he's trying to write a song about an Italian goddess who drives a Lamborghini. Of course, Jesse is writing a song about a girl. And so he asks Joey what rhymes with Lamborghini. And Joey says, Cecil and Beanie. So this is one of those things that I researched. I just found out that it's a cartoon show from the 60s and it was based on a puppet show called Time for Beanie. Danny enters with the video camera recording Michelle walking. So now Michelle or Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen, she is 
walking across the set. They mentioned that she's already been walking for three days and Danny can't put down the camera because he's got to record everything because that's his last baby girl. So he's going a little overboard with the videotaping. But then Michelle tries to leave through the kitchen like she, she tries to run away and Joey picks her up using his Michelle voice that we heard before in episode one, I think it was. So he picks up Michelle and he says, hear this humans, I am Robo Baby. So he puts down Michelle and DJ and Stephanie then enter from upstairs wearing their famous honeybee outfits. If you have not watched Full House completely and you don't know what the honeybees are, it is essentially the Girl Scouts, just a different kind of Girl Scouts. They wear these outfits that make them look like honeybees and they're called honeybees and they're so cute. Okay, this is the first appearance of the honeybee outfits. DJ mentions here that grandma, keep that in mind, is coming to pick them up. So Danny gives DJ and Stephanie this kind of fake interview because Danny works into the television industry so he can kind of pull out an interview and he asks, so DJ, how does it feel to finally be retiring as Queen Bee? Note, there's no mention before this of her being a honeybee, yet she's too old now at this point and is leaving the honeybees. So her response is, great, I'm way too old for this outfit. So she takes off her little antennas from her outfit and puts them on Stephanie's head. Then Danny asks them to do the secret honeybee hello, but she can't allow it on tape. So they hit their hips together and then their stingers and they fake sting each other, which is super, super cute. I love the honeybees. Anyways, so we move on here. Then we hear a car horn. That means grandma is there to bring them to a honeybee meeting I'm guessing that the girls are going to stay with grandma for the weekend. And I got talking with my mom about this because the episode, The Return of Grandma, Claire mentions that she will fly in on the weekends and Irene is like pretty much the most available. And you find out as well that Jesse works for his father as a part-time exterminator later in a few episodes. So I'm guessing that this grandma is Jesse's mom, Irene. So Michelle leaves with DJ and Stephanie. The house is silent since all the kids are gone. So Jesse has an idea and it's time to party, obviously, and get some girls, obviously, so Joey's idea, there's a Three Stooges festival downtown and he thinks that there's really fun girls there. Danny is skeptical about both ideas. So Jesse interjects again and says that he has a better idea, that he is going to get on his Harley and that Joey and Danny should follow him in the country squire, which is a super old looking station wagon grandma car, but not too close. They'll cruise up to Tahoe and go to Hara's. Jesse mentions this place, Hara's, and I wanted to see 
if Haras was real. And guys, in fact, Haras is an actual real hotel and casino in Lake Tahoe. And on this particular night, they are having a Marilyn Monroe lookalike contest night. So Jesse's like, how do you not know about this? I even did the math. I even did the math for this. And since a lot of times Jesse flees to Lake Tahoe, I wanted to see how long it takes to get to Lake Tahoe from San Francisco. And it takes three hours and 10 minutes if you take the freeway. Danny wants a boys night out, just the three of them, to do some male bonding. And Jesse and Joey don't look so impressed. They question Danny's idea because it doesn't involve girls. Danny says he can't do it. It's only been five months since he lost Pam and says he'll just stay home alone. And he tells Jesse and Joey to go have a good time. And Danny gives them a good old-fashioned guilt trip on this particular topic. So Jesse and Joey give in and do what Danny wants. This is so frustrating because Danny literally brought up his dead wife as a guilt trip so Jesse and Joey would do what he wants. So manipulative. I can't believe he did that. So Danny says, you're not even going to think about women when you see what I've got in store for you. So in that statement, Danny is pretty much saying, like, I've already planned something, and I just had to manipulate you guys into doing it, which he did. So yeah, he had this idea all along to throw a guilt trip and manipulate them into doing what he wanted from the start. And he's like, let's go fishing. Neptune's Bride sails at midnight. Really quick little fun fact about Neptune's Bride is the name of the ship in which they are going fishing on. And it was actually, it's named after a shipwreck that occurred on September 22nd, 1860. 12 of the 14 crew had died at Malcolm's Ledge, which is an incredibly small island off of the Creehaven, Maine, USA. So it's named after a famous shipwreck that took place. So Neptune's Bride is the name of the boat they're going on. So Danny comes out and he's wearing this super overly tacky fishing gear, holding three poles and a gearbox. Joey comes out wearing a captain's costume, like a captain's hat and a like a sailor blazer type of look. And he's been dying for a place to wear that specific outfit, which I don't blame him. That's a that's a, the only place he could wear that outfit. So Jesse comes down wearing the same thing he had on earlier, regular Jesse attire. He clearly doesn't want to go. Danny says, we're going fishing, saying to Jesse, you look ridiculous. Then Jesse takes a look at Danny and Joey judging their outfits hardcore. The phone rings and Joey answers Gilligan's living room, referencing the Gilligan's Island TV show. So the phone is for Jesse. It's Roxana, someone we have not heard about yet, but this episode is all about her. 
So it is Roxana, the rock star Roxana. Jesse then states that him and her had a hot and heavy thing for a while, but actually it was kind of serious. Again, this is the first mention of this Roxana girl. So they dated for a while, but when she became a star, they... And, and she went out on the road to go on tour, they drifted apart. So Joey continues to talk to Roxana, asking her a, about her new album. So Jesse fake chokes Joey with the phone cord and takes the phone from him. And so Roxana asks Jesse about his music. And guys, this is super interesting. Roxana asks Jesse about his music, and he says it's going really well. Joey says, interrupting, that's great. You told me you couldn't even find a job. Yet, we've seen him in his exterminator outfit saying he works part-time in the episode first day of school. Now, so all of a sudden he doesn't work anymore. So then Jesse agrees to meet up with Roxana after telling Danny he would go fishing with him. Danny reminds Jesse that he promised to go fishing with Danny. Jesse then tells Roxana that he can't hang out with her, that he's going fish, boating, yachting. We're going yachting. And that there's a big party on Neptune's Bride. There's going to be champagne and caviar, etc., etc. He's making it out to be like he's going on this yachting party. So then Danny thanks Jesse for blowing off Roxana. Jesse is kind of mean, though, by saying, why hang out with a beautiful rock star when I can spend the evening with Thurston Howell III and Mr. Paul the Human Fish Stick? And he says, Thurston Howell III, and he was the millionaire from the TV show, again, Gilligan's Island. And when he says, Mr. Paul the Human Fish Stick, and it's a reference to a fish stick brand called Mrs. Paul's 100% Real Fish Crunchy Fish Sticks. We are at nine minutes now and the boys enter the docks where Neptune's bride is docked. Danny seems really happy they came along with him and he calls out for old Captain Jack who's supposed to pilot this vessel. A woman walks out and says, that he's retired, and that she is his granddaughter, Carolyn, who is now the captain. And at 9 minutes 45 seconds, Roxana shows up with her two backup singers, Yvonne and Vega. They've got champagne, and Roxana says this isn't a yacht. So she tracked down Jesse since she was going on tour the next day and she had to see him. So Jesse says, yeah, I know it's the last time I rent a yacht from a guy named Icepick, even though Danny is the one who set up the entire fishing trip anyway. So the girls want to party and Danny says that they're not there to party. They're there to fish. So Danny is really disappointed that his male bonding retreat turned into a party with girls anyway. So Jesse and Joey, Roxana, Yvonne, and Vega are all drinking and laughing while Danny is talking to Caroline. She says that he could be the centerfold for field and stream. It was a sportsman warehouse, Back in this day, it is now a Dick's Sporting Goods fishing brand. 
I think it's probably a catalog for the Field and Stream Sportsman Warehouse store, but it probably no longer exists. So Danny gets Jesse and Joey for fishing time and gives Jesse the option for a rod. He says he doesn't care. Danny goes, how can you not care? So we have option one. It is the Daiwa Lightweight Graphite Superflex or the Shimano Triton Speedmaster. The Daiwa has a 40 pound test and the Shimano has 50. So he picks the Daiwa and Danny's like, ooh, in these waters, bad choice. So then he finally takes the Shimano and gives the Daiwa to Joey. So Jesse seems so proud of the Shimano and goes to show Roxanne and she says, in these waters. So guys, I did some research on these two fishing items. I went so far as to find out what they were, how much they're retailing for. So we have the Daiwa Lightweight Graphite Superflex. That fishing pole actually doesn't exist, sadly. But the closest thing that I found online would be the Daiwa Sea Line 40 pound in black. This one is retailing for $87.11. Then we have the Shimano Triton Speedmaster. This does exist, and it is a casting reel, not an actual rod. And this is retailing for $45 to $60, and some are retailing around $90. So I think it's probably what kind it is, or sometimes it's color makes the price. Jesse and Roxana are talking, so they reminisced for a moment and asks if it's ancient history and it's all in the past, but then they kiss very passionately and Jesse kind of pulls back and says, yep, the magic's gone, but they still stand there like staring into each other's eyes while Danny and Joey come up behind them singing, Love, exciting and new, which is the Love Boat theme song. So that's about all they get out. And so the champagne's gone. So Joey then gets the girls to become seasick. So they both run away to throw up. That's Joey's revenge on them for not going and doing stuff with him that they would need a lot more champagne for. Ridiculous behavior. So Caroline is kind of flirting with Danny here. Then Danny says, all right, Joey, it's time for a fishing lesson from the master, the art of casting. Click back your winder, thumb on the line, cast forward with a firm flowing motion, release your thumb and let her go. So Joey then tries this and he repeats everything I just said. Then he throws his entire pole the Daiwa into the water. So the retail price of the Daiwa is around $90. <sighs> I would be pretty mad about that. So Danny hasn't caught a thing at this point. Jesse keeps catching fish and says, oh, that makes four. Then we have Yvonne and Vega that have caught five so far. As we pan back over to Jess, he's pulling in another one, which ties him with Yvonne and Vega making 10 fish caught so far. So Roxana then comes and wishes she could see Jesse more often. He only sees her now on MTV. So Jesse mentions she was in the, his band at one point. 
asking her if she remembers the first song she sang in his band, which was Rockin' Robin. She starts to sing, and then they all join in for yet another musical montage. This is the third one so far in the series, except for Caroline. She doesn't join in with everyone. She kind of hangs out in the background a little bit. Danny then gets a hook on something, causing him to go overboard. Joey jumps in after him. Then the girls all look at Jesse to go in as well. So Jesse, he's emptying his pockets. He's about to jump in, but they actually never show him jump in. Now we're at 16 minutes and 39 seconds back at home, and it's the morning. And I will get right back with you on what's crazy about the next few scenes. Guys, it's insane. So stay tuned. I will be right back after this break. Hello and welcome back to the What's This Full House Edition podcast. We are on... Season 1, Episode 5, Sea Cruise, and we're about to find out what is so weird about these next few scenes coming up. We are back at the house after the fishing trip, and it's the morning, and all of the girls are there. So we have Caroline, Roxana, Yvonne, and Vega. They have all clearly spent the night. They're all wearing the same clothes they were wearing the night before, and Joey is cooking the fish that they caught. So Joey's fish that he said that he caught were halibut, albacore, swordfish. The halibut, also known as the Californian halibut or the California flounder, can weigh up to 6 to 30 pounds. So if Joey was using the Daiwa, it would be possible for him to catch this fish. So we have the halibut or the California flounder possible to catch with the Daiwa. The albacore can weigh up to 35 pounds, also possible with the Daiwa, but you would need to be offshore where the water is warmer to catch a Pacific albacore. So he would have had to have caught the albacore first if they were um, going way out to sea to catch, let's say, a halibut. So then we have... Joey says, that's my halibut, my albacore, my swordfish that they were all eating that morning for breakfast. Ew. So this one is a little bit way over the top. He says he caught a swordfish. So a swordfish can weigh up to 1,400 pounds. So this fish is not possible with the Daiwa or the Shimano. So Joey is spewing lies about the swordfish. We find out here that Danny's hook, which caused him to fall into the water, was caught on a Michelin radial tire. Vaughn and Vega go to leave and will meet Roxana back at the hotel. Joey follows them out and they both give him a kiss on the cheek and leave. Then Roxana and Jesse are hating saying goodbye Roxana wants Jesse to come with her on the road, and he asks, what, to join your band? And she's like, well, no, it's an all-girl group. But Jesse doesn't want to end up being her roadie. That's not what she meant, but Jesse feels different. So Joey is watching them from the background. At first, I thought this was kind of strange, but there's a reason behind it. Danny and Caroline are doing the dishes, which that's, like, super nice of her to, like, help him do. 
And so she expresses that she had a great time, and Danny agrees. Caroline also offers to make him dinner, but Danny doesn't seem too keen on that. And he's like, no, no dinner, no food. Joey, at this point, is watching Danny and Caroline from the background. So Danny thinks it was all just a big mistake and that Roxana thinks Jesse is overreacting, which he kind of is, but I get where he's coming from. He doesn't want to end up to be a roadie. So he tries to kick Roxana out of the house. Joey then tells everyone to stop, to freeze, and collects Danny and Jesse in the kitchen, leaving Roxanne and Caroline to talk in the living room. Joey says, one likes music, one likes fishing, talk about muddy waters. Jesse tries to walk away, and Jesse's attitude has to do with Roxana's success and how Jesse put her band together. And now she's this big star and he puts his, his band together and they're playing dive bars and he's not getting these big gigs. So he's really, really jealous of her success. And so he promised himself by the time that he was 24, he could have a record deal. He gives his age. He's 24 and a half. So then Joey says, I know how you feel. When I see Alf, I go nuts. So Alf was a show back in the day, and I think it was a puppet that was used, and Alf stands for alien life form. So he is a alien life form, and it was kind of an adult comedy show that was really super popular back in the day, and how Joey, Joey is kind of jealous that this puppet has his own show, and Joey's playing, doing stand-up comedy, and dive bars as well. So at 20 minutes, 26 seconds, we do have a heart talk going on from Joey. So this is kind of unusual. He says, if we hang in there, we're going to make it. He asks, why is Danny so upset with Caroline? Because she wanted to make him dinner. But the real problem is that Danny likes her and it scares him since he's not ready to date and he doesn't want to feel like he's replacing Pam. So he's like really confused. And that's what life is. It's a struggle, Joey goes on. What helps you get through those tough times are the people by your side. Why push away people like Roxana or Caroline because you're frustrated with your own career or because you're not ready to date yet? You're throwing away what could be great friendships. Yet after this episode, we don't see Roxana again. We do see Caroline, though. We'll get there. So coming from the same guy who spends hours perfecting underarm noises, Joey. So Joey's advice coming is coming from his heart, but he did have some help with the words. It's what Scooby-Doo told Scrappy-Doo last Saturday morning. You know, he's bringing in this comedic kind of break in this serious conversation, which is so Joey Gladstone to do. So Danny hugs Joey and thanks him for the advice. And Joey goes to shake hands with Jesse because Jesse is so not a hugger, you know? But Jesse pulls him in for a hug and it's such a great male bonding after all. So Danny's pretty happy about that. Danny invites Caroline into the kitchen to talk and apologizes and explains to her why he reacted the way he did and just wants to be friends. And she's okay with that, which is great. Because I think they're like super cute. I like Carolyn a lot. So then Jesse goes to talk to Roxanne and apologizes too. And can't go with her. Someday they'll be together. But then he says he needs to be free. Living on the edge. 
So then at 23 minutes and 56 seconds, the girls return home back from grandma's. Stephanie asks Uncle Jesse for help with her stinger, which is like a Velcro piece of her costume. So he takes it off for her and says, yeah, I'm living on the edge of cuteness. DJ and Stephanie come back, but no Michelle. <laughs> um, Michelle's not there. Michelle disappeared like she's gone. So, guys, that is it. That is season one, episode five, Sea Cruise. And now at this time, I'm going to go through the guest star appearances that go on in this episode. So, first of all, we have Michelle Nicastro, who plays the role of Roxana. We have Dorothy Park, who plays the role of Caroline. Nancy Mulford, who plays Yvonne. Michelle Laybourne, who plays Vega. And guys, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. At 24 minutes, 20 seconds, we have the very first ever credit given to Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen as Michelle. Don't believe me. I am dead serious. It took us five episodes to find it. But here we are. We finally got the very first ever credit given to Ashley Fuller Olsen and Mary-Kate Olsen as Michelle. This is so exciting. I'm dead over this. So thank you guys so much for listening. That is the end of... Season 1, Episode 5, Sea Cruise. Sea Cruise. It was so much fun to watch. If you guys have any cool fun facts or want me to talk about something in particular or have questions or anything like that of the sort, you can email me at fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com and I will try to put your questions and comments on the show. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this What's This Full House Edition podcast. We'll see you next time. The Full House Edition podcast has no affiliation with Full House or the Warner Brothers Studio. The views and opinions given by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies that they happen to work for. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.